Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everyone. It's Jack from Coldaholic, joined by Ross, joined by Andrew. It's, it's Royal Rumble season. Week! It's week, a week. week. I, thought you, I thought you said it's a week. Actually, actually very good. It's the opposite of week, but it is the week. Even when the Rumble hasn't had a good build, and that's not the case this year, it's had a very good build, but even years when the Rumble hasn't had a good build, it's still the Rumble. Everyone still gets excited for the Rumble. It's a bloody Rimble Rumble. It the Rimbley Rumbleys. Mm. Oh, and this year, though, more than, more than most recently, at least, anyway. There's a lot of stories being told, yeah. a lot of stories that need to be finished. I'm excited to see how it goes. Good choice of words. They're yeah, interesting. If, if you want spoilers, I got a psychic to predict the rumble. So they obviously told me who's going to win the men's and the, and the women's. That's on the channel right now. If you want to see who wins, definitely 100 percent guaranteed. 100 percent. I put a five on each. No. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. No. <laughs> Money. <laughs> oh no. She's long not long one odds. Huh? Long odds on them. Fairly long. Right. 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 Interesting. <laughs> not the longest, but fairly long. Um, yes, as you know, these are nine pitches for the Royal Rumble. If you've never seen one of these videos before, though, we go around in a circle and we have three pitches each. Um, and by the end, we'll be left with nine lovely pitches for the 2024 Royal Rumble event on Saturday. Saturday. I nearly made a mistake there. The mistake that Gunter made on Raw, I nearly said Sunday. Ah, uh, easy mistake to make. It is on Saturday. Um... And oh god, the catchphrase! I was about to just start. I was about to just start things off. Um, but remember, of course, that golden rule: it's not what we think's going to happen; it's, it's what, what we want to happen. Ross, nah. German accent there? It was, yeah. Mm. Is that telling? Is that is that something to do with one of your pitches? Perhaps? Absolutely not. Right. But also yes. But also not. Right. It's well, got nothing to do with the pitch at all. Whoa. Get that coaster <laughs> out of shot. Right. I'm going straight from my first pitch to the Uwu Fatal. Well, the, the match for the Uwu. Uh, during this Fatal Four Way match, a certain Damien Priest comes out and he tries to cash in. But in the midst of running down the ramp and that motion that people do when they run, his briefcase flops open. So it does because it's got stuff inside and the bit of it's not very strong because it's from DurryShop.com and it's not always the best quality. And out falls. Literally millions of dollars. McDonald's. <laughs> Loads of kebabs in there. Everywhere. Uh, millions, millions of dollars falls out in the ramp in the midst of that motion of him running down the ramp. Uh, there's no money in the bank contract inside the briefcase, therefore he can't cash in what? at this moment because, of course, you don't cash in the briefcase. You cash in the contract yeah. that's inside mm -hmm. the briefcase. That's how it works. It becomes clear that our truth has put Priest's cut of this week's merch sales inside mm. the briefcase and taken the the contract out. Priest runs backstage in an attempt to find our Trizzle. Uh, you've put that in my mind now because of that stuff from before we started sh shooting. Apparently yeah. I'm uh, what no, was that? Turkey Twizzler now? No, no. I, I, <laughs> I saw Ross's car pull up outside and I, I tried to say to Fraser sat next to me, oh, it's the Twidizzler because Ross Tweddle and it came out Twizzler 
So now, I guess, that, yeah. Turkey. That's my new nickname. <laughs> a minute or so later, after Priest has gone backstage, R-Truth appears at the top of the ramp. And because this is professional wrestling, the fact that he has the Money in the Bank contract in his hands means that he is Mr. Money in the Bank. I'm going down that route. Mm. He's also got a referee with him because he's not a stupid boy. He's a very, very clever boy. Mm. The referee shouting, do you want to cash in? Are you sure you want to cash in? Cash away. Cash in and in. And all that sort of stuff that they do in a very inquisitive manner. Um, I'd love to enter the Royal Rumble, replies R-Truth, who gets in the ring and throws all the other four lads who are in the Uwu Championship match already over the top rope, and he celebrates like he's won the Rumble. It's classic R-Truth, everybody. After the other lads get in the ring again, because it's not the Royal Rumble match, it's just a fatal four-way, we have a lovely time. A couple of moments we think R-Truth is going to win the Uwu. It's a fantastic match because I'm pitching this, because we all know Roman's going to win, we just don't know who's going to get pinned. This is a very different way of having Roman Roman Reigns win a match compared to what we've seen basically every single time during his title reign like ooh Solo will come down Jimmy will come down referee will go down something will happen we know how it goes in a Roman Reigns match so this is a different way and it also gives Roman someone else to pin to keep Styles to keep Orton to keep Mm. LA Knight relatively strong without having to take a fall against Roman so there we go. That's the first pitch. Ooh. And then as he burned the contract, as he used it up, yeah, Priest he has, no yeah. longer... So Ooh. then we have to see how the relationship between Priest, who's recently come to come round to Truth being part of the Judgment Day because he brings in the money, we'll have to find out how that relationship develops ahead of WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, it, it's a no from me. It's I'm a afraid. brilliant pitch. Okay, yes, but unfortunately, <laughs> it's a no from me. On Raw this week, uh, the main event was Drew versus Priest and Truth got involved in similarly madcap way. Not as, that's better than what happened on Raw, to be fair. I really wasn't a fan of Raw, because, that bit of Raw, because Truth just ended up costing Priest the match. I don't think it helped Drew, because he'd beaten a man who was being confused by Truth. Anyway, um, I, the Truth stuff is like the Sami Zayn Bloodline stuff, but like a, a slightly more comedic version of it. But the Sami stuff, when that started to play into matches and everything, that enhanced it. Whereas in this case i think it's actually taken away from other stuff on the card so just because it's an example of that which has started to jar my viewing experience recently it's a no but it's not your fault god we've got the fun police over here fun police (laughs) i want serious the worst part is as well that i've got a pitch for that match as well and it's really serious oh (laughs) well i ross am the fun criminal because i'm coming in here to tell (laughs) you that it's very good and i like it and i would uh i want to say yes uh and i will say yes to that uh i think like you said it's something a little bit different because by this point, we kind of feel like we know what we're going to get with a Roman Reigns match uh, with Solo and Jimmy and everybody coming out. And I think you're right to keep people looking strong coming out of it at the same time as well. Um, and I think our truth is just one of the most fun parts about the TV product at the moment as well. And I think something like this probably will happen somewhere on the show. Maybe not specifically this match itself, but I feel like we will get get something like this uh, on Saturday night. So it's a yes from me. I'll take the one. I loved it. Uh, Fair enough. Andrew. Uh, are you ready? I looked, I glanced down. I was yeah. going to say that's, a, that's dramatically that's short. That's just the ending that's... of one. Oh. <laughs> there was only like three lines of text on Andrew's this page. but one, let me tell you, is big. Oh. It's a big boy. Oh. It's... Look how small the font is. Yeah. It's, just, it's a regular size font, everybody, all right? <laughs> uh, so I uh, just to 
preface everything, mm. all of mine take place within the Royal Rumble match itself. All of your pitches are within the same within match. Within the same match. I like I'm it. very excited about oh, the Royal Rumble men's like, match. It's like Tarantino or something. But they're not necessarily all tied together. You it's, know what I mean? It's a bit like that episode of The Simpsons with all the little things. Oh, what? Like the... The, the Steve Harms episode. Pulp, the Pulp Fiction kind of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very good. Right. It's, it is your, yours as good as that episode. Well, we'll certainly find out. Okay. Um, so this is kind of like an overall, how I'd like the match to, to end, I guess, this one. Okay, so, but we're setting up before that, right? In a callback to the 1995 Royal Rumble, Cody Rhodes and CM Punk are the Shawn Michaels and British Bulldog of this story. They start at the number one and two positions and make it all the way to the final chapter of the Rumble, of where we will flesh out this tale, so we will. Mm. Five men stand in the ring. You've got Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Gunter, Brock Lesnar, and Drew McIntyre. As they square up to one another, waiting to clash, the countdown for the final entrant begins. Three, two, one. It's the returning Celtic warrior, Sheamus. Seamus instantly hits the ring and squares up to his white whale in Gunter, but gets interrupted by Brock Lesnar, who steps between the two, signifying that he wants to continue the little tete-a-tete he had with the ring general last year. A huge stare-down between the three men occurs, and the crowd goes utterly bonkers as they start hammering and chopping one another in the biggest battle of beef bolognese you've ever seen. Gunter manages to move out of the wayside, as it's Brock and Seamus that are mostly engaged in back and forth fisticuffs, sorry, with the Celtic warrior eventually beating Brock down, holding his head, looking him dead in the eyes with pent-up rage and emotion as he declares in an Irish accent, Gun... Go on. Gunter's mine. Gunter's mine! The whispered one you did under your breath was all right. That... It's, because it's when you have to project it, it's difficult, you know what I mean? Gunter is mine. No, 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 no. <laughs> Gunter's mine. That's yeah. it. That's the one. That's the one. I'm watching yours. And he says that as well. Brock's, <laughs> Brock smiles, that little smile though. And he quickly hoists Seamus up for an F5, but is met with a reverberating chop to the chest from the IC champion, stumbling back and dropping Seamus to the canvas. Gunter capitalizes. He gets Brock up in the powerbomb position, but with the beast being a big boy, the momentum shifts a little bit and Gunter ends up backing up towards the ropes, almost sending Brock careening to the outside. Lesnar holds on though, clinging onto the top rope and adjusting himself on the ring apron. Even some mahoosive chops aren't enough to loosen his grip. With Gunter's back turned, <gasps> Sheamus gears up and charges towards him for a bro kick, but the ring general moves out at the last second and the big boot connects instead with Lesnar's skull and results in the beast crashing to the floor and thus being eliminated. As Seamus looks on at this feat, he's just unintentionally accomplished. This allows Gunter, the naughty little boy, to follow up from behind and toss the Celtic warrior to the outside too, leaving Seamus distraught and just four men left in this bout. You've got Cody, you've got Punk, you've got McIntyre and Gunter. Acknowledging the threat Gunter poses, McIntyre makes a beeline for the IC champion only to get his chest caved in with a hellacious chop that sends him tumbling through the second rope and to the outside. And so Punk and Cody look on at the towering Gunter, knowing the only way to do this is to eliminate him from the equation. Cody barely managed to do it last year from the number 30 spot. Imagine how hard it'll be now after enduring the entire match. 
After starting this rumble journey together, they want to end this rumble journey together. Come on, everybody. And the only way to do that is for Punk and Cody to form a brief alliance to dispatch the big Austrian roadblock that jeopardizes the, jeopardizes? Jeopardizes the very idea. Gunter is firmly in charge, though. As the freshest entrance out of the three men, he brushes off any offense made by Cody and Punk, and after a big boot sends Cody crashing to the canvas, Punk tries to capitalize with a GTS, only for Gunter to reverse it into a chokehold. But before the lights fully go out for Punk, Gunter turns him around, hoys him up for a powerbomb, but here comes that plucky little babyface Cody Rhodes. He's barely stirring, and he gets a desperate chop block to take the IC champion down to his knees. With whatever Punk has left, he gets Gunter up and hits a GTS, but Gunter still stands. He's staggering, he's dazed. Whoa, I'm hard as nails. Uh, Cody follows up with a crossroads, he hits it, and he goes, guess what? I'm going to do another one just for good measure. And he gets him up and he hits another one, and both he and Punk look at one another, pick up the ring general, and throw him over the top rope in a joint effort. My goodness gracious me, this is it, everybody. Punk and Cody... They stare down one another as the crowd in Tropicana Field absolutely light up in excitement. Both wait, exhausted sorry, at this point. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Both exhausted at this point. The two men give it everything they have left. And after an intense exchange, Punk whips Cody into the turnbuckle, plowing towards him full pelt to hit that running knee. Cody moves at the last moment, though, which sets Punk up on the top rope. Cody sends the turnbuckle that Punk sits on and looks to hit an avalanche crossroads. But after some perfectly choreographed balancing act that makes us believe the two men will come tumbling to the ground together, Punk counters and hits a Pepsi plunge instead. My goodness. Battered, bruised, and spent, Punk is the first one to make it to his feet. He picks up Cody. He tosses him over the top rope. But the American Nightmare, just like Sean in the 95 Rumble, holds on for dear life. There's so many twists. Punk celebrates for a moment before realizing that Cody's still in. Rose manages to climb up on the apron and Punk quickly looks to finish the job. He runs toward Cody, who drops the rope. And now that sends Punk over the top with a second City Saint also holding on for dear life. The two tussle on the apron, fake out after fake out until CM Punk hoists Cody up on his shoulders, looking to put this one away for good. Punk smiles, and it's over, everybody. Until from behind, a Claymore kick connects with the back of Punk's head, Disgusting. sending both he and Cheat. Cody crashing to the outside and thus eliminating them both. Yes, everybody, Drew McIntyre, who importantly went through the second rope when getting chopped by Gunter, has just bided his time and waited for the right moment to strike and become the rightful winner of the 2024 Men's Royal Rumble. Well, what does this mean for WrestleMania, Andrew? Yeah. It's, it's what Drew, does it mean? Drew McIntyre versus, uh, versus Seth Rollins. Oh, we've never seen that before. It's a no from it. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, but like Ross has suggested mm. there, I like the match itself more than what it might lead to down the line. Mm. Mm. Explain that. So my, so, my, so my thinking is, is that... Everybody, and it's the same for the women's as well. So many people have been focused on other people winning the... So, obviously, Cody and Punk are focused on each other. Drew said before, like, I'm going to eliminate you and get you out of the way. But everybody seems to have kind of just left Drew to the wayside a little bit. And as you were saying with the with the Damien Priest and the R-Truth stuff, I feel like that kind of lends into itself as, like, Damien Priest is distracted with what's been given to him. Mm. But Drew's still very much focused on getting things done. Uh, and the task at hand, and also just like Drew's put in 
a lot of really good work recently too. I like his character change. I like his promos and stuff. And I think he genuinely deserves the moment that he never really got because of COVID and everything like that. Um, and also, I think it adds a little bit of drama to the stories of CM Punk and Cody Rhodes mm -hmm. too, who are like, they're both determined that this match right here will be the thing that sends them to WrestleMania. And if you throw a little bit of a spanner in the works there for that, leading up to, to it for both of them, I guess, you know, Cody could go on, win an elimination chamber, as could Punk maybe if they do like a Raw and SmackDown one or something like that. Uh, I just think it might make it a little bit more dramatic, a little bit more exciting. A little uh, bit more dramatic. <laughs> dramatic, oh goodness. But do we're we getting Punk and Rollins at WrestleMania. Yeah, we'll get there. Maybe in like a triple threat or something. Oh, no, no, you no, 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 no. I want the full fat squash, okay. my friend. Don't dilute <laughs> the, the water. Squash. You know what I mean. Full strength. Oh, okay, yeah. Don't put too much water so in So I there. thought you meant like a squash match. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> no. oh, I don't know on that, but... Uh, You've made Drew McIntyre the water of this glass of OJ. Mm. I just want you. Oh, good oh God. my God, you're fine. I just dude. want that straight in there. That's fair enough. There's still time to switch things around on, along the road to WrestleMania. There though. is, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll. You've talked me around a bit. I'll give it a, I'll give it a yes. I also the, got the, the stuff in with the Gunter and Brock. And, you did, absolutely. And, you said and, that as well. Uh, and Sheamus. Yes. Well. So I'll, okay. I'll give it a yes because the action itself, mm. stupendous. Thank you. I feel like I've been. Round the Nurburgring a few times. Oh, that's one of them race car tracks, that isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's good that, and it's all twisty and turny. Famous. I think it's twisty. I don't know if yeah, it's particularly yeah. twisty. Yeah, I'm it must pretty be. sure it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Monaco. I feel like I've been around Monaco. That's a bit uh, more slow. Okay. Right. It's tight though. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Them hairpin <laughs> bends. <laughs> Oof. I'll give you a conditional offer to the Pitches University. Please oh, this do, is like Dragon's Den. Just, 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 just like based this. on oh. the fact we must have Punk and Rons at WrestleMania, and we will get that's the money match. Yes. And that's the one I want to see. Mm -hmm. And this is the pictures mm -hmm. where we say what we want to see. No, we exactly. think we'll see. <laughs> so, so, so what is it? You? It's a conditional, yeah. It's a conditional. Okay, thank you. Pass your exams. Thank you. Then we'll get in there. Right. Hmm. Made no sense. I'll get to working on it. Thank uh, you. Thanks. Is it, is my, yeah, it's, your my, it's your turn. Because mine also con uh, concerns the ending of the Men's Royal Rumble match. <sighs> it's the final four. The man who entered number one and has dominated this rumble, Gunter, I checked and he was number one last year, but why not make him it again? It was a really not? good role. Uh, the man who went at number 10, just like his papa in the 1990 Royal Rumble, it's Cody Rhodes. Oh, I thought you were going to say, come Tuesday. No, no. no. <laughs> I what, checked. Like his dad? <laughs> I, yeah, he's one of the Beverly Brothers' sons. Really? Mm. I did not know that. <laughs> mm. Wow. Because mm. um, uh, I checked on Cage Match and Dusty's only been in one Rumble um, and he was number 10. So. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, the man who entered lucky number 27, CM Punk, although famously he says luck is for losers, but, you know, in this case he's got the lucky number. And the man who entered number 30, Drew McIntyre. I think it's the same Final Four as what you had. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Drew's playing dirty, and he's taking Punk under the bottom rope to the outside where he's beating him around the ringside area. In the ring, Cody manages to eliminate Gunter, but he takes a lot of punishment in doing so and is completely exhausted from the effort. Meanwhile, Drew has whipped Punk into the ring steps, and seeing a tired Cody spent in the ring, he gets back inside, hits the Future Shock DDT, and goes to throw a limp Cody out. But the American Nightmare finds some strength from somewhere and struggles against it, teetering on the top rope. 
This buys enough time for Punk to recover and throw Drew out from behind, the Scottish psychopath tumbling to the floor. But Cody hangs on and he and Punk fall back into the ring and stay down for a, a good 30 seconds to a minute or maybe longer, exhausted and giving the crowd a chance to build excitement. Yeah. Then they have a bit of a mini-match like Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker in 2007. Cody hits the crossroads, but Punk rolls slowly. Some would say a little bit cowardly under the bottom... That's cowardly. Cowardly. Under the bottom rope to the outside. Cody slowly, painfully drags his dead weight back in, but then Punk hits a quick GTS, and then Cody, like John Cena in Money in the Bank 2011, collapses through the ropes, and Punk does that same thing he did where he's like, no! Yeah. Yeah. Um, the match continues from there and Cody finally gets a big fiery babyface comeback hitting the punches and the dusty elbow and everything and the Cody cutter he picks up Punk for a final crossroads but then Punk wriggles free of his grasp and falls down to the canvas flinging up a kick in desperation which catches Cody right in the balls <gasps> The match can, oh, sorry, uh, Cody is incapacitated leading to a final GTS and Punk throws him out to win the Royal Rumble but at what cost? Ooh. The next episode of Raw, Punk opens the show to celebrate his victory, unapologetic about it, but he's interrupted by Cody. Punk says, hey, remember what we said, there are no friends in the Royal Rumble. But even if we were the worst of enemies, I swear to you, hand on heart, that kick was not low on purpose. Uh, because Cody's a good guy, he doesn't attack Punk, he doesn't particularly say anything about it, he doesn't swear revenge, but you can tell he's just not quite happy about it. He says, one day, maybe in the not-too-distant future... We'll find out who the better man really is. Me, we'll see him, Punk, one-on-one. -on -one. Punk says, and I can imagine him saying this in a really smug way as well, like, well, I look forward to it. And Cody walks off, and that's the segment. This leads to WrestleMania, where Punk, after ruthlessly targeting Seth's knee, does the same thing again, but this time more deliberately. He seems to go low on purpose, behind the referee's back, to defeat Seth Rollins and become world heavyweight champion. The next night on Raw, he admits he did it on purpose, in the Rumble and at Mania, and the greatest trick the devil ever pulled, and all that stuff. And the title reign goes on from there, uh, with heel CM Punk, proving to be the hypocrite that everybody suspects he might be. Uh, eventually, the man to beat him down the line is the babyfacest of all the babyfaces, Sami Zayn. Yeah, baby. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's very good. It's a yes from me because you've done the thing that I think a lot of people kind of want and that's you turn CM Punk heel. It's not the most original. Yeah, yeah but um, I think you're right in terms of that there is a lot of people calling him a hypocrite and I think rightly so in some aspects as well. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, just for the things that he said about WWE and then he comes back and he says, I'm home. It, doesn't necessarily feel I genuine. I would love it if that was a payoff to all that and yeah. it wasn't just him being nice. Yeah. And he said as well, I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to make money and that kind of lends itself to it as well. What was and your reaction on Raw when he said, uh, I don't like mix like personal and business on... Right. But also I thought, I, I saw a tweet suggesting that he might mean because his personal, his personal life... As in his family, like his marriage and, and stuff, he keeps that all away from wrestling. Ah, that's fair. Whereas yeah. Cody, because then he went on to say, You were born into this business, there's no separation for you, Cody. Mm. But at the that's same time. It's a shame time, you've got that rationale. No, it was, it, was a tweet, it was a tweet I saw because before that, I was the same as you. I was like, That's definitely not true. <laughs> but it would be good if, the, if those sort of things came around again and yeah, would yeah. prove to be mm. like lies as well, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, like a huge heel on top of the world, CM Punk, toppled by Sami Zayn. Yeah. Whoa, who doesn't want to see that? And I think we probably will get that as well. Do you think? I'm worried that oh, because maybe, of all these I'm big, not convinced they'll do all the these heel big turn. names. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. In I real life. I thought that's where they were going on collision before everything kicked yeah. off, mm. definitely. And then 
I'm hoping that they pick that he, they pick that up on WWE, but I don't know. Do you yeah. think? Just I don't think they they there's a ch- we want it more than they want it. I reckon for business, just for business purposes, mm. t-shirt sales, Netflix. Not that it makes a difference with CM Punk. Yeah, because it? obviously there's, Drew took out Sammy, so maybe it's a heel Drew that takes it off CM Punk down the line, and then mm. Sammy and and Drew. I don't know, but I would. I think I would prefer Sammy and CM Punk though. I think the promos would be great. Yeah. No, the promos with Drew would be great as well. Oh yeah, but, for but sure. I think Sammy. I'm worried that with all these like people now coming to the fore, mm. I'm worried that Sammy's going to get sort of lost in the shuffle a bit. Yeah. And, like his peak's come and gone, but because it's Sammy and he's got that sort of bit of Daniel Bryan about him, mm. I think he can get the fans on side if if he really needs to. And it feels like WWE <clears throat> wouldn't not listen to it. Like they did in the past with Brian, and then we've kind of yeah. forced to listen to. It. I think Father Paul would listen. Yes, yeah, 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 Father Paul would listen. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'd say. About Daddy that Paul, pitch. Yeah. Daddy <laughs> the vet. Would listen. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna go for <laughs> the final four in the men's rumbles. My next pitch. We've I got... looked at Joel to see if he laughed at Andrew's noise there, but he works with him down here. He, he, yeah, no expression. It's, it's at a regular He's occurrence. Used to it. Yeah. But you are the daddy and can, aren't you, Joel? Time to oh. pick your microphone up, daddy? big boy. <laughs> no, I'm not a daddy. No, <laughs> How no, can no. you say that when you've got the most glorious moustache in the world? Uh, yeah, I'm Pedro Pascal. Yeah, yeah. he very much is. He is oh, quite God. The French tickler, Joel. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> final four for the men's rumble. We've got CM Punk, oh Drew, Drew McIntyre, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, oh, who has got a massive Netflix logo on the arse of his tights. <laughs> and he gets eliminated fairly and squarely by the last of the final four, Cody Rhodes. Okay. It was justifying his cause to finish the story. After a gargantuan battle, CM Punk is the one who who eliminates Drew from the match in quite a dark manner, because as we all know, Punk is not a demon, but when he's pushed, he's Satan himself. Mm. This causes Drew to go all Bret Hart on the announce tables, monitors, and stuff like that around the ringside areas. He continues to be a justified arsehole. But after their promo on Raw this week, Cody and Punk are the ones to bring the men's rumble match of 2024 to a close, and they have a really fair ding-dong battle to end them all. Pro Evolution Soccer 6 vibes. (laughs) Both lads all almost get what the other one out on a couple of occasions but then with punk on top a man in a balaclava oh heads down to the ring and thwacks cm punk right in his winky who could it be who could it be punk's not even punk's not got any enemies i think i know who it might be matt jackson (laughs) (laughs) the blow is so devastating that punk is obviously stopped in his tracks with the tide now turned Cody is the one who was able to come out on oh. top and win the Rumble match. With Punk on the floor in tatters, the master assailant gets near the battered and beaten Punk and he starts dancing. Tap dancing, to be precise. What? Yes. The, the balaclava is not, removed. I thought it was gold dust. <laughs> <laughs> the balaclava is removed and it's only a clearly fully fit. Seth Rollins. No, oh, no, I got it wrong. Who lied, <laughs> who lied about his knee injury on this week's role. Mm. I know he didn't in, real, in reality, but for the purpose mm. of this pitch, I think it would be quite saucy. Mm. Uh, but we're making movies, pal, and this one will make you feel things. <laughs> Rollins just get the mic and he says, The greatest trick the devil ever oh. was coming to <laughs> Some will see this as a heel turn. Others will see this how I see it, which is a character on WWE TV these days who is justified in doing what they're doing. Seth Rollins 
really hates Punk. He's hated Punk for a very long time. So him screwing Punk out of the Rumble, out of a championship match at WrestleMania is something the Seth Rollins character would do without overtly turning heel. Mm. Punk now has to go into the chamber or something if he wants to face Rollins at WrestleMania because, of course, Cody now is going to pick mm. to face Roman mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. So it's an interesting one because, well, I think, uh, well, mainly Drew McIntyre, isn't it? But I feel like it's grown to more members of the roster where they're not defined heels or baby faces. Mm-hmm. They're just justified in whatever they're doing at that mm. particular mm. time. And Rollins doing that just to screw over Punk. Yes, it feels a bit naughty, but I think it's justified. He's a justified ass. I quite like that, actually. Yeah, I like that as well. Did we, uh, presumably Punk, we would still get Punk Rollins. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He'd yeah, win yeah, the yeah. chamber or something, okay. get there somehow. I like that a lot. Um... Again, I think it kind of just plays into the whole story and it also makes it a little bit more exciting too. Uh, Not that it's already not exciting, but it feels like we kind of, we don't know who's going to come out on top. I know a lot of people think CM Punk is, but it just adds a little bit of something extra in there. I thought it was going to be MJF. (laughs) I thought it was going to be Cody's best friend. Because when you said a fully, like fully healed, he's fine. It's just MJF turns up and helps his best mate, Cody Rhodes. Uh, There's There's not a chance of that, is there? The camera rolling and a few hundred people watching. All their rumors that MJF has already really re-signed his yeah, contract. 2027, 20, yeah. I think I saw him. Just uh, to keep us in all in press. suspense. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But I like that a lot. So it's a big yes from me. I like it. Uh, it's, oh, sorry, it's a yes from me as well. Um, it's kind of the opposite of mine with it. Well, not a heel punk, but a heelish. No, sorry, not a heel Rollins, but a Rollins who's been the more underhanded of the two. Yeah. Um, and I like it, so it's it's a yes from me as well. Woo! Get in, Andrew. My next one. Same match, remember? Isn't this it? is the same match, but it's uh, we we're setting things up a little bit on the night previous on the Friday night smackers. You are like Tarantino. I don't know about that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> balding? Well, I'm already bald, so he's got you that like, on me. You like he? feet, don't you? Uh, oh, yeah, God, why not? Yeah, is that have I got that right? No, job? no, yeah, Tarantino yeah. likes feet. Yeah. Don't he like put himself in the films to just Sometimes. like proper munch on him? Um, there was one film, wasn't the jewel where he did that, didn't he? I think uh, I've saw that in a. Because she pours what, they... like liquid down a lid, doesn't she? And then he's going. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, from dusk till dawn. Is yeah. that what that yeah. is? I've not yeah. seen that one. Yeah, vampires. It's good. <laughs> is it good? Yeah, yeah, it's good. You dirty man. Uh, Tarantino mustache. <laughs> George Clooney. Uh, right, so we've got a Friday Night Smackers. Uh, it might not be as, as as big as what some people might think for the Royal Rumble, but it's Carlito versus Santos Escobar. Okay. Santos Escobar ekes out a win in singles action against Carlito Next with, just like last week, another roll-up after the LWO and Legado del Fantasma members mm. clash and cause a commotion on the outside that distracts the ref. They're called the Shagging Cousins, by the yeah. way. Yeah. They're called the what? Sorry? The Shagging Cousins. Shagging Cousins. Their origin story... Well, not origin... I guess it is origin story. They used to sleep in separate beds that looked like the same bed, dreaming of a dead relative... And then they'd all just, it would look like a porn. That Humberto and... Yeah, yeah. And Angel, yeah. yeah. They'd, okay. they'd message each, they'd text each other like, I just dreamed about grandpa. Me too. Come around mine. But it was the way it was Come shot. Come mine? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, had the same dream. His... I had the same dream as well. The shagging cousin. He'd open the door like half dressed like, oh. And it was proper. Seeing you here. I mean, was... he does have the thing of ripping his... It was all shot well. very like, yeah. Sexy. Yeah, Porn. yeah. This was on NXT, surprisingly. Okay, well, uh, so... <laughs> All right, yeah. Oh, <laughs> of course it was. Uh, anyway, backstage we see Caleb Braxton approaching a frustrated Carlito who is engaged in a heated exchange with his LWO stablemates, livid that he didn't get to rectify his loss last week. And, as he stated in a WWE digital exclusive promo, <laughs> teach Santos Escobar that his actions have consequences. Your actions have consequences. 
Kayla, hoping to get a word with Carlito, is quickly shut down. Carlito doesn't want to talk to her or Del Toro and Wild. In fact, he doesn't want to talk to anybody. He needs time to cool off. Uh, the camera follows him as he makes his way to the locker room where, lo and behold, Ligardo Del Fantasma waits. The shagging cousins. The shagging cousins. <laughs> Carlito charges up to Escobar and pushes him against the lockers. This does sound like a sexy video <laughs> right now. Carlito charges up to Escobar, pushes him against the lockers in a rage, but Santos calls off Gaza and Creo. He's not here to launch a surprise attack. No, in fact, he just wanted a word with Mr. Caribbean Cool. He wanted to thank Carlito. You see, if it wasn't for Carlito accusing Santos of purposefully costing Rey Mysterio the US title, then his eyes wouldn't have been opened. Mysterio, the LWO, they were holding him back from ever reaching his full potential. His opportunities helped Rey become champion in the first place. And even after everything he'd done for Mysterio, one mistake was enough for the legend to cast him aside. Escobar says that he attacked Carlito, hoping it'd reignite something in the master of the backstabber once again. Open his eyes, become that man who used to move forward through people when they were holding him back. That man who made his way to the WWE title scene. Carlito, sorry. Carlito said last week that Escobar forgot the meaning of loyalty, the meaning of familia. Well, perhaps Carlito's frustration is misguided. Who says Ray won't just toss Carlito to the side for the next big prize and take all the glory? When all this is said and done, do what you did for me that Ray never could. Remember who you are, Carlito. Carlito loosens his grip on Santos as Escobar passes him an apple to end the segment. Mm. And now we are here on Saturday at the Rimbly Rumbly itself. Uh, we're a little underway at this point. Escobar, Angel, and Humbert are all in there as a wild and del Toro of the LWO who are getting absolutely beaten down by the heel team. They're all members of the Rumble entrance. Yeah, I was thinking that afterwards wow, as well. I was like, yeah, yeah. eesh. It's like, hot, it's like a third yeah, of the Rumble. Yeah, but a few people are in other matches. Like some of the other bigger yeah, names yeah, yeah, yeah. are in the Universal title match. Um, so anyway, yes, uh, they're getting absolutely beaten down by the heel team. They pick up the lifeless bodies of the baby faces, getting, getting ready, sorry, to uh, toss them over the top rope when the timer concludes to reveal the next entrant as, surprise, surprise, not Silver Black, but Carlito. <laughs> <laughs> Santos has a smirk on his face as Carlito makes his way down the ramp, hoping he's thought over the conversation the two had the previous night. But Carlito doesn't stop. He charges towards Santos, who quickly slides out under the bottom rope to avoid the heated wrath of Carlito. And it, as a chase ensues outside, Wild and Del Toro manage to capitalize on Gaza and Carrillo, who are too transfixed on what is occurring outside the ring, and they get tossed over the top rope and eliminated by the baby faces. Carlito stops the chase. He gets back into the ring and stands tall next to his stable mates as Santos checks on his fallen compadres on the floor. Only for the next entrance timer to finally reach zero. And it's Booyaka Booyaka, Ronald Mysterious, who has returned to a thunderous applause. And he's got an apple in his hand as well. What? A thunderous applause? A thunderous applause. No cheers. <laughs> it's so loud, you don't even need cheers. Everyone's watching through their opera glasses. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> it's Ronald, everybody. Uh, he's got an apple in his hand as well. He's coming down to the ring with an apple. Santos can't believe his look. And instinctively... <laughs> an apple, get it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Santos can't believe his look and instinctively he slides into the ring before realizing he's the filling in an LWO-flavored sandwich. Ray enters and passes the apple to Carlito, who takes a big old bite, but he steps aside instead. And, you know, Ray has unfinished business to attend to, so he goes, off you go. You Come on now, Andrew. 
Santos tries to make an exit, but gets tripped up on the, uh, sorry, but gets tripped up with a drop toe hold and into the second rope, perfectly setting him up for the 619. Rey Mysterio bounces off the ropes. He hurls towards Escobar, but Khalil steps in the way and spits the apple in Mysterio's face and yeah. hits the disoriented luchador with a backstabber. Slay. <laughs> giving us a collie or Hilton. And I added this look. This might be too much, right? I it's added this pen. literally just before. So when when was this read? Like, was this like... Like 10 minutes before we came to do it. I was like, like, I don't know if I just want to throw this I in. Like the because... idea, I have to let the boys know. I have to let the boys know. I was like, so, yeah, fast asleep in bed and he wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration it, it struck. Sometimes, on, sometimes it doesn't. I where's have to my, write it on my telephone. Where's my parchment and quill? <laughs> Um, so if, if 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 you like it so far, then remember this next bit doesn't have to count. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Del Toro checks on Ray uh, and Wild com Wild confronts Carlito because they're like, whoa, what's going on? What's happening? But Carlito low blow low blows Wild and tosses him out. Uh, and Escobar takes out Del Toro from behind too. So that's it. We got Carlito and we've got Escobar in there with Ray Mysterio. Ray's on his own, right? And as the two look to have some fun with Ray, that's when we finally hear. El Idolo! So as Andrade returns to tweet me. <laughs> so I'm so sorry if that was very loud. Uh, and, then, and then Andrade returns. He's in WWE Whoa. now. And he sides with Ray because they've both got history. Oh. Uh, I think they have respect with each other as well for all they those sort that of, big yeah, yeah, the yeah. United States Championship stuff. Because Ray then, can get battered by him as well. Because Ray can get battered <laughs> by him as well. But I was thinking... Legado del Fantasma, there's more members in LWO right now mm -hmm. than there is in Legado del Fantasma. Yeah. So I was like, I think I prefer Carlito as a heel, and I kind of would like him to join with uh, Legado del Fantasma. So I believe Ross has been saying very similar things. Oh, yeah. really? So I'm gagging for a Carlito heel. Yeah, too. me too. He's not even spit the apple in anybody's face yet, has he? No. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One person yeah, on yeah. NXT. Oh, wasn't it? okay. Or was it Waller, maybe? Or I'm sure it's happened on a premium live event as well. Oh. I can't remember who, though. Dude, just do it to Ray, though. And then break his back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yes from me. Thank you. Bring back the old theme as well. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too with the little washboard. Thing. It doesn't do so anything, good. does it? Oh, do you think I'm cool? <laughs> it's a yes from me as well, but I'd possibly like to see it more in a match on the undercard mm -hmm. than in, a, in the Rumble itself. Yeah, just so it doesn't get lost, I guess. But then again, it is, it is a storyline element of the Rumble, and mm. we always enjoy when things play out like that in yeah. the Rumble. So it's a yes from me as Thank well. Thank you. My second pitch is that very serious one I was talking about, about the four-way uh, for the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Uh, the bell rings, immediate RKO to Roman Reigns. <gasps> All three challengers have clearly had a word backstage, and they team up to beat the champion down. They powerbomb him through the announce table on the outside, and then the first half of the match is basically a triple threat while Roman's selling on the outside. There's plenty of agonizing near four. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Pulls until eventually AJ goes for the phenomenal form on Randy, but gets RKO'd out of midair instead. We all love it. Yeah. Ellie Knight, though, straight away with the skull-crushing finale. No, that's not what he calls it. The uh, BFT. BFT to Orton from behind. Uh, and then he covers AJ because he's just been hit with the super RKO. One, two, Roman pulls the referee out of the oh, ring. Roman. The match spills to the outside. Jimmy Uso tries to come out of no. the crowd. Tries to come out of the crowd <laughs> to tip the balance in Roman's favor, but is immediately cut off by a mysterious hooded man. Yeah. It's all right. It's just Jay. It's Jay Uso. It's Jay. Oh, it's all right. uh, the pair brawl up into the crowd, eventually disappearing into the concourse. We later see footage of the pair tumbling off a ladder or a platform together through a stack of tables in the back. This frees up two spots in the Men's Royal Rumble later on, and we see later on Triple H looking frantically for replacements until he sees a very familiar bus in the car park. It's Chase U. <laughs> oh, Andre and Duke get I've in. I've not seen things. NXT from last night yet. Oh, oh I have seen the picture. I've seen what happens. Yeah, yeah it looks like I Will Smith. I thought you were going to say Jimmy Wang Yang because he's got the party. Oh, oh, <laughs> Jimmy, oh, like, no. Jimmy Wang, yeah. Um, so Chase U's getting like repossessed. Like they're taking all the bailiffs. I saw all the, yeah, you. You tweet the Will about Smith. This. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? What's going on? I don't know. I don't know. Are you, are you both really sad about oh, that? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's Mr. Chase. They took Duke Hudson's trophy. Is this just a little bit of a... Are they trying to swerve us a little bit here, though? It feels like they've been trying this for... There's a chance <laughs> it's an insurance job. Okay. Oh. Jay-Z Jane is the mastermind behind this. Oh, Because oh, she's yeah. evil. Mm. Right. Evil. I think she's good. Yeah? I think she's proven a... She, people can change. Mm -hmm. She mm -hmm. was in Toxic Attraction. She but drinks she alcohol while listening to vinyls. <laughs> evil. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, yeah. what? Well, in Toxic Attraction, one of them liked rock music, and yeah. one of them liked whiskey, and then one of them was Mandy Rose. <laughs> they did a vignette once explaining their personalities. So it was like, oh, like was the... I'm, I'm at the bar, and I'm at the gig, and we're, and we're friends. Nice, nice. <laughs> class. I like this, actually. They're nice. gone now. They're long gone. I know they are. Um, back to the seriousness. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Back to the arena where, uh-oh, Solo Sokoa now gets involved to help Roman. Big Samoan spike to LA Knight. AJ flies in with another phenomenal forearm attempt. Roman pulls Solo in the way, and he oh. gets blasted with the forearm instead. Oh. I know it's a bit weird, but it confuses AJ enough that Roman can hit the ropes, nail him with a spear. One, two, Randy Orton pulls AJ out of the ring. Sorry, yeah, uh, Roman out of the... Whoever's on top, whoever's legs nearest, he pulls him out of the ring. And the match carries on. Uh, RKO'd AJ gets in the ring, goes through his signature offense on Roman, the draping DDT and all this stuff. RKO'd Roman, but Randy's wise. He knows this might not be enough damage, so he sets up for the punt kick. As he charges, Roman grabs a nearby Solo, drags him in between, and Solo takes the full force of the punt kick. He's unconscious. Roman rolls Randy up with the tights. One, two, three, and he gets out of there, leaving Solo unconscious in the ring. As Roman celebrates on the ramp, Heyman looks really concerned as we wait to see what Solo's reaction will be next week on SmackDown. Because oh. you can see Roman trying to be like, it was for the good of the... the Bloodline yeah, yeah. and all that, but Solo's not going to think that. And Solo was a big gobby on last week's SmackDown. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I'll take wasn't care of it. He was yeah. peacocking, mm. wasn't he? Mm. But there was no no television in sight. Like <laughs> doing that one. <laughs> yeah. 
And then did you see Jimmy followed him? <laughs> it's like Shrek and Donkey, isn't it? Yeah. Jimmy's Donkey. <laughs> Solo is Shrek. That's <laughs> the perfect analogy. That's insane. That's analysis. That is really, really It's a yes from me. My, the, the fear of God struck me down when you mentioned the name of Jimmy Uso, but you've rectified that. <laughs> Heyman's the gingerbread man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know the tribal chief? <laughs> the tribal chief? The, the tribal, tribal chief! chief. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my tribal chief. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I. Yeah, it's, it's a yes from me as well because, 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 because of the wonderful things he does. <laughs> you have almost subverted the expectations there of what we expect from a Roman match in terms of no, they get involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, now it's Roman that's just mm. using them mm. as fodder, I guess, mm. just so he can. Just who can get the win? I really want Cody versus Roman, if that is the match, to be just one on one. That's what I and want I, too. So I want them to kind of abandon him or be in the process of abandoning him by WrestleMania. This would be a good point to do it if he's not going to be there at Elimination Chamber, Roman. Oh yeah, he's not. Then is he? yeah. this would be a good point to sort of have some more dissension within mm. the bloodline, and I like it. I think that's really good. Oh, and yeah. oh, for it to be solo too. That's that's exciting, isn't it? It was all I wrote this after seeing the SmackDown segment. Yeah, yeah as Ross says, Solo was he's a bit he's getting a bit sick he's, of this. He's getting a little bit more vocal now, like yeah. his NXT day, not quite his NXT days, but a little bit more mm. sort of vocal. He's going to tell people to get out of his swamp. Yeah, so. yeah. I feel like you're right, Tid, because we've shot a video that's going out next week, but we shot it this Monday, yeah, like two yeah. days ago. And I was on about, we need Solo to be more like emotive and more like projecting his voice. And he did exactly that <laughs> on last week's SmackDown, but I hadn't seen it at that point. So I look yeah, like right tit. We can make it clear that yeah. it was before the, yeah, yeah, you look more clever now. Hopefully. Um, you do. I'm just imagining the bloodline all invading the Royal Rumble on the back of a giant Paul Heyman by the gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> like Catbus or something. No, like Shrek too. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And they're all on the back of the giant gingerbread yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then he drowns and goes, Beagle. <laughs> What a scene. I like it. That's good. Jennifer Saunders is singing I Need a Hero. Yeah, yeah, she, she is. What, what a voice. Who would sing that in this scenario? <sighs> Who's the Jennifer Saunders of WWE? Oh, darling. Oh, I, that would be more like oh. a Tony Stark. William Regal. Yeah. <laughs> William Regal. That's good. <clears throat> That's perfect. Um, it's not my go. I've just done it. Ah, it's mine. Yeah. Right, sorry. Uh, Gunter, just like last year's Royal Rumble match or the men's one, enters the Royal Rumble match, the men's one at number one because he's massive and he's hard and he doesn't even care about the rules. Mm. Brock Lesnar straight away enters the match at number oh. two. Brock and Lesnar give us the best minute no. or 90 <laughs> seconds of action. <laughs> made a silly gaff. Who? Brock and Lesnar. Brock and Lesnar. Did I? Yeah. Yes. Brock Lesnar and Gunter <laughs> give us the best um, 90 um. seconds of action we've seen since insert sex <laughs> joke. Yeah. <laughs> the countdown to number three begins. That's the noise before the theme song happens. Dun 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 dun. Down comes Hulk Hogan. Feather boring all. Terry's giving it the big one down the ramp. Bertie braces big bollocks himself. He said on this week's Raw he might have one more in him. So here we go, Terence. Let's see what you're made of. <gasps> now, I don't want to say that Gunter is perhaps the Eddie Guerrero of this particular situation. <laughs> Brock Lesnar is another notable figure from wrestling's past in this situation. And Hulk Hogan is the Daniel Pewter of this situation. Ah. <laughs> but if we're, they were to do that, it would be really entertaining. Ever so slightly hard to watch it one, at one from one point of view, but yeah. entertaining all the same as well. Mm. Especially when number four comes down and it's only Bob Mother bleeping Holly for the biggest <laughs> shock return oh. we've ever seen. A Bob Mother bleeping Holly, by the way, who eliminates Hulk Hogan from the Royal oh, Rumble match God. because he pitched the 
win the entire thing because that's what Bob Mother Bleeping Holly does. Brock Lesnar then immediately eliminates Bob Holly. History because, between them as well. Yeah. 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 Royal Rumble 03. Yeah. Main eventer, Bob Holly. Eventually. I'll have to be a shoot elimination, by the way. Bob's not going out there unless Brock throws him What's out. Bob doing these days? I don't know. I imagine he's being cancelled by now, is he? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, after Gunter and Brock are in there for 20 odd minutes because I realise asking Brock to do much longer than that is too much work for him in the wrestling ring. We get a spot where a move is done to Gunter and his momentum not only takes him over the top rope, but maybe just like a crossbody to Brock Lesnar and it takes Brock over in the same elimination, mm. meaning the lads can have to continue to brawl up the ramp because they're big and hard. They don't care what the rules are. Uh, they do that far and away as well where the Teletubbies came out to play. Don't mm. have to write that down. <laughs> uh, Brock and Gunter are now on a collision course to WrestleMania for the Intercontinental title. Mm. Yes. But yeah, it's, it's all about Hogan and Bob Holly. What, every, <laughs> what I realise everybody watching this video wants because they're all as old as us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I like it though. Maybe because I'm as old as you, but it's a yes from me. And it's a yes from me. Oh, oh, I think that it, was my biggest I just doubt. think it would be funny. It would it? be funny. See he's not, he, he, can he? Can, I don't know if he can walk properly now. Does uh, he have like a cane? He saved someone from a car crash. Oh yeah, day. he did. Yeah, recently, yeah. Didn't he's he? a superhero. Yeah. Um, he <laughs> <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> but I, he, I know he's obviously just, just tongue in cheek. But do you reckon if we're gonna put a fiver on, um, is Hogan gonna do a little? A little, a little cameo in the Rumble match. Why would they include that bit of the vignette if yeah, he wasn't? Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's it. It's just Hogan, isn't it? You can do it virtually on 2K24, mm. said Hulk Hogan. Or maybe I'll be there myself, brother. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I hope he is, just so nah. he can get chopped. But he won't, though, will he? If it's no, yeah, like, that's true. He'll eliminate through. everybody. He'll eliminate like, someone we really like, like Chad Gable yeah. or something. <laughs> no, this is Triple H's Rumble, so this you'll remember 2002. Mm. Backlash yeah, yeah. 02. He won't mm. have forgotten. Mm. Hogan beat him then. Alright, get yeah. his own back now. I have that shot by Gunter and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Did you see that vignette? Yeah. Hogan, when he's like, I wouldn't want to be in that women's Royal Rumble, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like you, I'm scared. <laughs> no, I'm if scared, Hogan was in man. that, if Hogan was in the women's Rumble, he'd somehow get himself to win it. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Would he do a Santino, Santina, Morella? No, he'd just win. Dress up. He, oh yeah, probably. Maybe as Mr. America, <laughs> <laughs> just for fun, so he can win Mrs. the men's America. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's a yes from me. It's a yes from me too. Uh, final one then, eh? Mm. Yeah. Uh, also kind of regards a legend as well. Ooh. I said we like a bit of nostalgia in a rumble, don't we? In moderation. Yes. Um, so, during the men's rumble, yet again, we see our Chad Gable out-wrestling absolutely everyone he's delivering. Chaos theories to Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, Gunter, <sighs> Otis, not Otis, Omos is what I was meant to write And Otis. Omos and Otis, why not? All the big boys until he's the only one standing in the ring whilst everyone else is flat out on the canvas. The crowd is getting pumped up. Gable is just relishing in his, in his moment and he goes to raise his hands in the air to do, thank you, mm -hmm. when the time Titan Tron flashes red and displays the word dangerous. Oh the music God. hits, and of course, it's none other than the world's most dangerous man, <laughs> Ken Shamrock, yes. everybody. Yes. Gable, 
Gable cannot believe it. Shamrock gets in the ring and they stare at one another before looking at a stirring Bobby Lashley and Gunter before the duo hitting stereo belly-to-belly suplexes. They go for stereo stuff, belly-to-belly suplexes. They stare at one another again. This time, both before letting out a guttural scream and locking in stereo ankle locks. My goodness. Bobby and Gunter roll out of the moves, but that doesn't stop this new duo. One's a Chad and the other is just Ken after all. That was topical because uh, of the Barbie Sorry, thing. Yeah, it's yeah, very good, good, isn't it? I'm just a man. <laughs> uh, the, stereo, <laughs> the stereo everything, stereo clotheslines, more stereo suplexes. Once again, everyone is down before these two technicians lock eyes again and begin a little dance of their own, trading off German suplex after German suplex, countering one another's ankle locks until it all comes to a head when they begin trading overhead belly-to-belly suplexes as Gable manages to work his way over to the ropes and he executes one that sends Shamrock toppling to the outside for mm. the elimination. Chad looks great. Ken Shamrock looks great. It's all great, I said, and that's it. Just mm. Ken Shamrock and Chad Gable having a little moment there in the Rumble together. I really like it. Uh, Thank of all you. the people you think of to come back in the Rumble, I've never thought about Shamrock coming back. He signed that Legends deal, didn't he? I think in uh, last year and they started selling his merch again and that and he still looks in phenomenal shape. Just as long as we keep Tito Ortiz away. Yes. Because that was his real life <laughs> MMA feud. We will, we will. It's got to be more likely than ever because of Dwayne and his new TKO rule. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He, loves Shamrock, he, he does. does. He's he all does. the same impact. Yeah. Well, he's not in the WWE Hall of Fame in Shamrock, is he? I don't think. And nor should he be. (laughs) It was a really short run, wasn't it, when you think about it? Yeah, it was. Well, it was like, if you include everything, it was like 96 till 99, wasn't it? Okay, yeah, yeah. A lifetime. Yeah. Uh, it's a yes for me as well, though. Mm. See, Ken strut up those stairs and go, da da! It's like what we all do before coming in the the room here. (laughs) Is that his real name, Ken Shamrock? Probably. It's a very good it's name. It's a mad name, isn't it? Well, it's not mad. It's an odd like, name, isn't it? Ken Shamrock. It's like, imagine your last name being... I was about to say, imagine your last name being a noun, forgetting that my last name is indeed... It is indeed a noun. A noun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, right. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, don't worry, lads. It's back. It's this, after the stunning win of trees in Chinese mythology. It's time for the second annual Random Wikipedia Royal Rumble. Yes, woo! I've warned Ross, because when I was doing this, right, it's not just the first 30 random ones that I hit, but it's close to. I'll okay. skip if something's a bit political or just a bit too dark for this video. So there's some darker <laughs> ones in there, yeah, though. There yeah. is one in particular. But um, there's also, I couldn't believe when this person popped up, it's a favorite person in the world of Ross's, and I can't believe... So I'm taking him as, like, a surprise entrant or something. like. They're all surprise entrants, but okay. this person favorite in particular. Person. Oh, it's one of your favorite people. Yeah. <laughs> Someone you may have nominated for the Podcast Hall of Fame before, yeah. Oh. I couldn't believe it when it popped up. Could it be the people's princess? <laughs> and it's not. Um, now, with Joel's help, I, I sent in these images, but they're all different sizes. Thank you for resizing the images, Joel. And he's going to, oh as guy. I say, we're going to have visual aid this That's time. That's really good. Thanks, Joel. Yeah, cheers, Joel. So it's winner stays on, basically. For mm. If you want, yeah. You can, That's how we did well, last you year, wasn't it? keep people in for a bit if you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the images are just going to pop up one by one, though. Yeah. We can't, we're not going to play out the rumble on screen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh Joel, good. Joel, your money, Joel. Joel. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Are you ready for Henry Ward? Yes. Why it, oh, if I, by the way, if you didn't see last year's, what I did was I went on Wikipedia and selected from the random button 30 entrants for the Royal Rumble. Last year was won by trees in Chinese mythology. Because they're massive. The roots. Got yeah. roots. 
Yeah. Who, on fire. Who's going to win this year? We'll find out. Could it be number one? Jean Vossard, a French tennis player. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Look at her. A French tennis player, primarily from the 1920s. That was when the peak of her career was. Her only world title came on the unusual tennis playing surface, in my opinion, of wood. At wood. the 1922 World Covered Court Championship doubles, although the final was a walkover, and I couldn't find out why. Ah. Poisoned their opponents. I don't know. <laughs> There's John. Uh, I don't think she's gonna win. What? No, if she won on the what, then the canvas of the ring. Oh. She is very. She might have a little mm. bit of a. But to me, tennis rackets just screams manager rather than wrestler. Mm. Yeah, it's the 1920s. True. Jim Cornette is stood there. Do you think she's a heel coming down? With, yeah. Get away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two, I was gutted because this is someone I actually heard of. It's American burlesque sensation Dita Von Teese. Oh, oh, I know her. She could do the old way. Razzle yeah. dazzle. She could like distract everybody. Twirl them round and then they like hypnotize them. Twirl what round? Yeah, things twirl on round. the what are they called? Tassels. Pasties. Pasties. Oh, right. Pasties. pasties. Yeah, she's got pasties on her. <laughs> Tassels, yeah. Um, <laughs> she'll be wearing wrestling gear. She's taking this seriously. Yeah, but this is just a bit of something extra. Okay. I saw a thing once on TV of her coming out in like a big champagne glass. Mm. She was inside a massive champagne mm-hmm. glass. So I'd like that to be her entrance move. That would be good. Number three, it's this moth. <laughs> Ario Craniella media bulla found in the southern United States. Very, I don't think so. I can't remember though. Very Ric Flair esque. Dieter von down Tees, there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, do we have a, someone in the minute? Do you Dito. Dito. Uh, yeah, Dito. yeah, yeah. Dito? Dito. Dito. Otto, man. Number four. <laughs> it's the carbonate silicate geochemical cycle. The long-term transformation of silicate rocks into carbonate rocks by weathering and sedimentation. I haven't got time for that. Right? Number five. <laughs> it's a premium lab event. It's a mysterious one because I'm not sure what she actually did, but it's also the second person in this rumble named Jean. 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 After the tennis player, uh, now it's Jean Hugo. She is a Belgian-born French heiress and socialite. She was often written about in the press due to her status in French high society. So I've said here, it's like she was a Kardashian in the late nineteen in the late nineteenth century. Mm. But I don't know what she did. So she would get the push just because of her like appeal to bring in other audiences. Yeah. I guess so. Much like Kim Kardashian. Or like Snooky that time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that was the same WrestleMania, wasn't it? Where Kim was I can't believe backstage. That. She seems like a different person. Yeah. It's weird. Um Right, that was that was number uh, five. Number six, get your dancing shoes on, lads, because it's Cuban trumpeter Julio Cueva. Look at him Whoa, go! Look at his, it looks oh, like yeah. he's in a Game Boy. There he is. <laughs> go on. That's good. Ross is speechless. I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm dubious of it. I thought you'd be, I thought this would be one of your Maybe front runners. Join the like, new day. New day, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be quite good. I like what, what's Julio. Your, what's the new wave day. Is that the right word? Oh yes, oh. the new wave. Ah. The new <laughs> Um, I thought you'd be one of your favourites. You know? I don't know. I'm waiting to see the full field before I commit. Okay. Mm. I'm still picking Otto Von Tees, though. Well, don't worry, because number seven, it's our first... Oh, no, we had the geochemical cycle as well, but it's the second non-sentient entrant. It's Edward Mooney House in Chinatown, Manhattan, New York. Don't How the hell are you going to get out with the top rope? Well, yeah, and don't worry. <laughs> you might be wondering, what was this building used for? Don't worry, I've got a history of its uses. It was originally built for the wealthy butcher, Edward Mooney. Uh, after that, after it stopped being a butcher's, it became a private residence in the early 1800s, after which it was variously used as a hotel, a saloon, and a brothel. <laughs> oh, he's seen it all. He's done it all. Yeah. What's it's, that paint on the side of it? Yeah, what is it? Is it like a mural? I don't know, but it's in Chinatown, so you've got some Chinese lettering on the front there. Ah. And then, I don't know what it is on the side, though. Oh, it's like Chinese a sturdy, sturdy building. You can guarantee it's got thick walls as well. Mm, yeah. Sturdy yeah. foundation. So that's my new favourite now. Yeah, <laughs> How are you getting that over the top? Edward row? Mooney House. Could it be done by number eight? A dinosaur suit. 
Yes, oh. there is a Wikipedia article for the phenomena of dinosaur suits. I've quoted the first line of the article. Dinosaur suits are a type of costumed character or creature suit resembling a dinosaur. Dinosaur suits are also called dinosaur costumes. I was gutted when this very one came good. up. No, yeah, I was dead. It's not good. even a real dinosaur. No, it's a man in a dinosaur a, suit. Yeah. yeah. Big Bill Moody's house is still number one. Mm-hmm. Edward Mooney. Yeah, Edward. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Mooney. Ted Mooney. Uh, Ted, Teddy. Um, number nine. Oh, it's a big challenger, though. This is like the bit of the room where the two big lads face off, because it's Karlstad Cathedral in Karlstad, Sweden. Ooh. To demonstrate how big it is, I've got a landscape of the Karlstad. This, it's, it's like... It's there. It's it's not as clear as I thought it would be. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lovely town though. Yeah. Flat pack, of course, because it's from Sweden. Yeah. Oh, maybe Edward Mooney House has mm, got the thick the walls. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, but that's got the spire though. You know. Drake will stab the building. Yeah. Pokey, pokey time, pokey time. Stop mentioning nipples on no, this. No, I'm not number. mentioning you nipples. Are. I'm just saying. Mm. There might there might be a little bit of reverberate. You know, it can withstand reverberation if there's like bells and organs and stuff inside it. You know? Yeah, there could be. How old is uh, Ted's house? Uh, it was it was like 1700s. Oh, it could be crumbling. Has mm. it been like redone? I think it's a listed building, so it might be oh, reinforced. You can't even knock it down if you wanted to. No. Oh my Legally. god. Um, number ten. It's a, another building, but also an entity. It's the American Embassy in Ghana. A couple of interesting facts here. The initial embassy building was described by its own architect as a glass box raised on stilts and wrapped in wooden shutters, which sounds crap to me. Yes, Not it doesn't sturdy, sound very yeah. sturdy. Also found this little tidbit. A fake embassy was apparently active for about 10 years in Ghana until it shut down in 2016, posing as the actual American embassy and also possibly the Dutch embassy and issuing fake visas for thousands of dollars with its closure gaining worldwide attention. But an investigation by The Guardian found that the reports were exaggerated. <laughs> so The Guardian went, oh, it wasn't that big a deal. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like Sin Cara. It's you like The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Kane or but something like that. This is the bona fide American embassy in Ghana. Um, I'm still picking Ted's thick walls. One thing I've... <laughs> Ted's thick walls. <laughs> one thing I've noticed compared to last year, where I think I took everyone by surprise, that was a bit more frantic and we didn't know what was... Mm. This year, I'm enjoying the real serious analysis. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. yeah. That's why the tree won yeah. last year. How are we going to get a tree over the top? Mm-hmm. Uh, number 11, it's our own King Edward I, King of England, former king. I know yeah, nothing about history. Don't there? worry. He's another, I've put another of this Rumble's more famous names. Edward was King of England between 1272 and 1307. He was also known as Edward Longshanks because he was tall. Very mm. tall for the time. He was six foot two, which back in the 1200s must have been massive. Uh, also known as the Hammer of the Scots because he invaded Scotland unsuccessfully. He died before it was over and then we lost that war anyway. <laughs> He's done crap. He's, He's rubbish. Really but physically, 6'2", if you were to build a superstar from the feet mm. up, he would look something like Edward I. Yeah, that's true. Cheers for nothing, Ed. <laughs> I can't tell what his face is like. Is it very long? Probably. He's a royal. They've all got like that. Oh, yeah, they? true. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Sorry, Charles. I'll say Margaret Thatcher. He does. <laughs> he does. He was probably about as conservative as her as well. Come on. Like salad finger fingers on <laughs> <Is> it. Oh. <laughs> he's getting so much heat. Look at that. Look at that. I was not. He's doing that. He's doing that. He's doing these two sweeties. Too sweet. Yeah, too sweet. He's, in the, he's in with the booker. Sweet me. <laughs> it's Tremendous. like a one sweet. He's got one. One sweet. One must sweet. Um. 
he's got a lot of heat there from you two. I, wasn't yeah, I, was I don't like him. I wasn't like, expecting to be such a lose to Scotland, mm-hmm. can you? <laughs> Number 12, it's Miss Romania. Not her, but the competition itself to determine Miss Romania. Okay. I don't know if she's the reigning Miss Romania, but she could possibly represent them in this rumble. The article on Wikipedia says there hasn't been a winner of the competition since 2021. I thought that can't be true. They've just not updated it. Did some research. Apparently the winner of Miss Romania goes through to Miss Universe. So I looked at the lineup for the last year's Miss Universe and there was no Romania. So the competition stopped for some reason recently. Because they couldn't top her. She is Miss Romania Reigns. Unbelievable. There you Congratulations. Go. <laughs> Thank you. Very, very good. Much. Thank you. Thank well you. done. Well Thanks, done. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Very good. Um, <laughs> Ted's walls, though. Come on. Yeah, Ted's, Ted's walls. walls. <laughs> so I'm thinking about, you, you know how, like, um, how Logan Paul's out there going, Mian's reinforced because they've got steel plates in it. Is that what we're treating Ted's walls like? They've been reinforced. He does have a bit of an upper hand. He's a building. You just always, like, when you go in an older building, they've always got thicker walls in your new builds, don't they? They so do. They, no, they do. They do they're yeah. well built. You can't hear anything from next door. No. They're well insulated. Yeah, brilliant. Number 13, it's World War II warship, HMS Bahamas. Oh, it wouldn't be in water, would it? Built mm. by the United <laughs> States, transferred to the UK mid-war, like a bit of a like a football transfer, really, and then sold for scrap in 1947. Oh. Also, I couldn't find a picture of the actual one that's a similar one. <laughs> I'm trying my best. A simil- so that's not the actual. <laughs> there was half the there was size various of similar types, all called like HMS Bahamas, HMS a different Caribbean mm. place. Like it was all that sort of stuff. Number I'd still f- give the advantage to Ted just because it is out of water. So yeah, how's it going to yeah. go- get down the ramp? Yeah, mm. she was going to push it. Wheels. It's propeller will break on the ramp. Mm. Yeah. Number fourteen is Gaspar de Bracamonte, the third count of Peñaranda in Spain. He was a diplomat and a statesman, and I've put here, honestly, quite boring. Took, <laughs> took part in peace treaties and stuff. A wasted spot in this rumble, in my opinion, sadly. He feels like he's he'd be crap. like, oh, I don't want to get involved in the action. And then he'll yeah, just get tossed rubbish out. him. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. cross about it. Someone should have told him to cut the hair off. Yeah. Number, f- <laughs> number 15, it's a truncated isosahedron. <laughs> like a football. How, how, how big? I don't know. Well, massive. I, guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this shape or pattern, and up here, a soccer ball is a common example of that type of lattice. What? I mean, that's got a good. Ad- I think that's got a fair good chance because if it gets turned round, it still can stabilize itself on mm. its many different faces it's got there. But yeah. I, I would say back to you, if if somehow Ted's building got on top of the ball, <laughs> and you might be. <laughs> Banking on the ball, mm. sort of upending the building, like go way like a banana peel sort of thing. Yeah, I reckon the ball would just get flattened because Ted's walls are yeah, that thick. <laughs> Ted's, Ted's walls. Um, break the walls down. Well, can anyone break the walls uh, down? Yeah. Um, also, uh, that shape reminded me. You'll know this game. It was on the PS2, and you played a ball that picks up bits of the level. Oh, Katamari and, uh, Dynasty, I think. Yeah, it's called. you yeah. pick up like you start off really small, and you pick up more and more things, and it sticks to you, and you become this massive ball. Like the b- if now if that was in there, it's not. Then that would have stuck Ted's. He could have yeah. picked Ted's balls. Yeah. So this one so done. far has tested Ted the most, yeah. but not quite. We've got a tag team at sixteen and seventeen. Ooh. Marvel supervillains, the Blood Brothers, they're called. Oh. Like, they're, they're the two ones in red and blue. They're the two big lads. Mm. Um, shagging cousins. They, <laughs> they have superhuman strength when close to each other, but become weaker than even humans when far apart. Oh. And in early 2006, one of them died. <laughs> one of them got Goods. killed off Goods. in the storyline. One of them just got killed. 
Well, you'd assume they can only enter the Rumble one at a time, so they're going to be far apart for a oh, period of time. Yeah, that's a good the point. the next one comes yeah. in. Yeah. Right. So because uh, they're weak when they're apart, I've got to give it to Ted's Wall still. Yeah, Ted's Wall. Number 18, I'm kind of hoping Andrew's heard of these because I haven't. And Ross, I don't know if you have or not, but it's American Welsh. I thought that was a weird combination, first of all. American Welsh indie rock band, Drowners. They've opened for the Arctic Monkeys, the Vaccines and the Fools. Okay. Never but I've never Drowners. Have you? Yeah, they're all right. Uh, I don't think they stand. Do you know? Do you know the the issue with the music these days? Right, is mm. like, me going way back. I got a music degree. I'm allowed to say this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, sometimes just a bit too posery for me now. You know the, what I mean? the, the one wearing all white might be a bit mm. posery. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, well, if you don't like, oh po- for sure. If you don't like posers, the number 19s before <laughs> before Joel brings him up. This man's called John Gibbons, right? <gasps> think in your mind what someone called John Gibbons looks like. Aiden Gibbons, but with John. Here comes John. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a heel, isn't he? He's a yes. It's Robocop. That's uh, <laughs> DJ, sorry, DJ John Gibbons, a DJ oh, from no. Ireland. He peaked at number 48 in the charts in uh, 2017 with a remix of Michael Jackson's Pretty Young Thing with PYT. Mm-hmm. That could be Pierce with sunglasses, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I reckon, yeah. Yeah, I don't like DJ John. Do you not? I'm the, not the remix wasn't as good as the, the original. No. not giving me the vibes no. of a winner. Nah. Number twenty. This could this could be this could be a contender. It's the second quick response division of the South Korean Army. Now it looks Whoa. like an Air Force unit. He it does. does say airborne. Thank you for cutting out the PNG there. It looks wonderful. It came like that. Right. <laughs> it came like that. Um, I'm glad it got picked because they're also known as the Furious Wave Division, founded in 1949 and still going today. What makes them the Furious Wave Division, Jack? I don't know. What oh, okay. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. Is that how the kinetic energy just joining do that? <laughs> That's a signature yeah. move. <laughs> That's like when the spirit squad would boost someone high. Oh, are they the spirit squad of this? Because what happens if they get what happens if they get Teddy's walls up there? I the question they, is, can they, they pick can, up? That is yeah. the I question. think they could dismantle and eliminate the building one wow. brick by brick. That's a bit. So you're pitching a, a, a hardcore 2001 esque rumble here to. Uh, Take down Ted's walls. Is this you can't do that with your bare hands. Is this going too long? <laughs> really? No, it's great. It's okay. great. I think for the first We're time in pictures history, we've passed an hour. Uh, yeah, we are. Oh, no. Possibly, possibly. Um, Ten left, though. 21. It's the documentary We Are X. Uh, this is a documentary about the Japanese rock band X Japan. The film gained praise for being uplifting while dealing with difficult topics like the role of pain in making music. Would you agree with your music? Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. But it also got criticism, and I disagree with this criticism. It got criticism for focusing too much on just one member of the band, Yoshiki. Although, to be fair, he is listed as the leader, co-founder, piano player, and drummer. So he's done a lot mm, in the band. Lot, what does he do when oh, they play live? Hey. I know, I thought that as well. <laughs> <laughs> How, There's more than one person in a band, do you know what I mean? But he, he's, the, he's the pianist and the drummer. He's the, he's the, he's the, he's the main he's man. The, he's the underdog <laughs> of the rumble. <laughs> okay. He's a one-man band, baby! Yes. Um, next up, uh, cool name here. This is W. Earl Dodge. Oh, He's oh, he a, looks handsome. Oh, yes. He's a college American football player for the Princeton Tigers who won the national championship in 1877. Also, apparently a good uni mate of future president Woodrow Wilson. Oh. Mm. Ah, Still can't good be collegiate boy, amateur. JR would love him. Yeah, yeah. They they, they like their uh, yeah. next in line. I don't think these people, don't guy. they? He's yeah. not taking down the Kinetic Airborne lads, though. Oh, you've not Wait, have you changed your oh, mind yeah. now? So the second, the second thing. Oh, right. I just need to know why they're called the Wavy Boys. The Furious Wave Division. You called him the wavy boys. Um, <laughs> number 23 is Anne Stanford, a 20th century... 
Go, go back, go back. Oh, no. I, I, didn't, I didn't have a picture of Anne, remember? Oh, sorry. This is Anne Stanford, a 20th century poet from California. I have pasted to myself one of her shorter poems, if you want me to read it. Yeah. Oh, I'd love it. The power <laughs> of the poem might swear this. Right, one second. Uh, so this is Anne. This is Anne's poem. This could be a theme music, I suppose. Right, here we go. This is called The Messenger. I don't deny that I believe in ghosts, myself being one. No, not the ultimate last spirit, I mean, but this is a messenger. Soft, soft, last night half falling into sleep. I rose like smoke, up, curving past the window, floating, a grey cloud seaward, slow and pale. And then, the wings. Did you hear the birds piling against your window? A snow of wings, crowding and gentle, crying over and over, each with the single errand light cannot bring, nor, ev nor ever my tongue would say. Archaic doves rustling your sleep and calling, crowding upon you, drifting and crying love. Didn't even rhyme. Not a very good poem. Yeah, Didn't rhyme. No, no yeah, crap. Where's the flow? <laughs> you know? Where's know. the flow? Well, I think that was my fault, though. No, the, no, no. It was she, it was her fault. It's her fault. Blank verse was an interesting choice, Anne, mm. and it hasn't paid off here. The arrogance um, of whatever her name was. Anne Stanford. Yeah. Anne She's Stanford. given me a CM Punk straight edge society vibes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. For sure. Her yeah. own arrogance will be a downfall yeah. of this rumble match. Number 24, he came out early, but he's back now. It's Ottenak, a 36-year-old Estonian rally-driving champion. Never heard of him. Okay. He he's will, got a car. He'll, he'll get lost on the way to the ring. <laughs> what? what? Without <laughs> a car? Without <laughs> a car driver? The... Is it just him or is it his navigator? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. the problem. <laughs> Where do I go? <laughs> 25, remember swine flu? Yeah. In 2009, entry number 25 is the effect of swine flu on Venezuela. Oh, no. <laughs> But only effective <laughs> Ven in Venezuela. Maybe. Where's this rumble match taking place? Yeah. Uh, Tropicana Field. I thought it would be the opposite here, but red areas, not as badly hit. Oh. Black areas, worse. Oh. Yeah. Is that how it is in the monies? Like into the red, into the black? Is it, I always get them mixed oh, up. Oh, no, I think into the black's a good thing. Is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this was worse. So they love swine mm. flu in Venezuela. Well, presumably. <laughs> Number 26, it's wildlife in Pakistan, represented by this, uh, the national animal of Pakistan. Is that a goat? I don't know what it is. That if it's a goat, now goats are very uh, it's durable. Isn't it? what? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite. I'm, oh, I'm fa I'm fancying the goats' favour. Nah, they're not taking down those air boys. I don't know. <laughs> the, the furious the wave, wave division. <laughs> yeah, or the second quick response division of the South Korean. Gotta find out they've done something horrendous in history. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> we better get them out soon. Number twenty-seven. It's nineteen ninety-five Spanish video game biomechanical toy. Oh. The main character is called Ingers. And he is trying to uh, rescue a magic pendulum which keeps toys alive. Oh. He's got a gun, I think. Now that's going to give you an advantage in a rumble. Have a an, gun. A gun. Yeah. Also, he's not even rail. <laughs> <laughs> rail. Um, right, we'll move on to number 28. This will be Ross's pick to win. And he drew a good number as well. Flash him up, see if Ross recognizes him. I zoom in, Joel. I can't see. I can't see. Oh, no. oh it's Keith Brimer Jones! <laughs> Keith! Brimer Oh, wait, Jones. that's the pottery it's man. It's Keith Brimer Jones from the, <laughs> the great pottery throwdown. Yes. Yeah, there he is. He's a big boy. <laughs> he is a big boy. He's a beaming face. Keith would take down those wavy air boys he by just it. throwing crockery at them. Just like Clay and stuff. This feels, yeah. like, down. This feels like when Lesnar enters Rumble, you know oh, he's going to win. <laughs> oh, but he's, he's also, in his spare time, I don't know if he still does it now, but he's a punk rocker. What? Oh, he he'd have an amazing yeah, theme song as well. He's just going to mosh his oh, way to like, the uh, you, you way me, Also, yeah. you've told me that there was sometimes the pottery so beautiful that he cries. It's not sometimes, it's every episode. Someone makes a little... If he, if he wins, <laughs> imagine him. Imagine the emotions when he's pointing at the Oh my god! And that WrestleMania mm. sign will be made out of clay. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of clay. Um, 
So yeah, number 28 is Keith Brimer Jones. Can anybody beat him? Number 29 is Peter the Third. He's the, <laughs> he, was the, he was the chief mauser to the cabinet office of the UK government from 1947 to 64. He succeeded Peter the Second, who was hit by a car in Whitehall. Keith would have no <laughs> issue kicking that cat oh, with his Doc Martens. And then he'd just make the urn, wouldn't he? This is a, make the urn out of <laughs> This is a position that's still held today. The current cat of uh, 10 Downing Street is called Larry. Yes, uh, yes. But this is Peter the Third. Um, they could have chosen a nicer picture of Peter of Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. And number 30 <laughs> is... business. Number 30, and finally, is William Clifton of Philadelphia. Strange one. He was a poet and a pamphleteer. I'm not sure what a pamphleteer is. Um, not like the lasses who try and get you in nightclubs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tough one. Tough one shot. Unfortunately, he died at the age of 27. But this is where I got really curious about William. He's also, it says, the only identified member of the Anchor Club. Now, there's a link to the Anchor Club. I tried to click on it, but it was one of those red links, so it just took me nowhere. Mm. So what? What's, what's the Anchor Club for? for, for, for like Bullet Club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some yeah. kind of secret. But I feel like he's up against it here, William Clifton. Cl- secret club or not? Sounds like I an think a, Epstein Island sort of deal, doesn't it? Well, the Anchor Club, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, I'm going Keith. I'm going to I'm gonna have to say with Keith as well. He's about six. Uh, he must be he about six foot four. Could he as well? If he is up against the house, could a ceramic he, house. Yeah, could he? Who better to take down a building than someone who specialises in building materials? And, yeah. Exactly, yeah. it writes itself. But what about the the Korean wave division? He just beat them up one. Still by very one. good. Oh. Still very good. Just on the off chance they've done something terrible, I reckon Keith and his pottery will take them down. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when he popped up. But I'm proud to say that the winner of the second annual random Wikipedia Royal Rumble, succeeding from trees in Chinese mythology, is Keith Brimer Jones. He loves a throwdown. He loves a throwdown. <clears throat> thank you, Keith. Thank you. For, Cheers, Keith. Thank you for putting up oh, with that as well, you, lads. Yeah, Cheers. Thank no, thank you for putting up with it. And thank you all for watching as well. Leave your thoughts and opinions on any of these pitches in the comments section down below. Thank you to Joel for editing the video. Thank, as thank well. you, Joel. Um, and chiming in on occasion with much mirth and hilarity. Um, it's the Royal... <laughs> It's the Royal Rumble this weekend. We've got lots of content coming out. I'm doing what happened at. Uh, there's a live stream, I believe. Yeah, live stream uh, on the uh, Saturday slash Sunday, I guess, as well. Cultaholic, uh, youtube.com, sorry, forward slash cultaholic, forward slash live. And then we'll be doing predictions for it tomorrow, too. WTF on Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, some of the team are going down to the Box Park Wembley to watch it as well. Thank you to Hooked on Wrestling Events for setting that up. Hopefully, everyone has a great time. There's a few tickets left, I think. Not mm. many. So, if you want to go, you've got to get them quick. Fred Ottman. He's going to be there as well. Tugboat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shockmaster. So, there you have it. We're all looking forward to the Royal Rumble, and we hope you are too. And remember, everybody, life's a pitch, and, and then, then you die. die. Unless you're Keith Brimer Jones, who will live forever. <laughs> See you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 